This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs, introducing the new Firehouse Pub Steak Sub with savory steak, crispy fried onions, and our rich Belgian beer cheese sauce. On tap for a limited time. Order yours at firehousesubs.com today. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase. Hey, guys. I'm Lucas Neff. I'm Barry Rothbard. Hey, it's me, Flew Laporte. Oh, yep, no, right on time. Yeah, for an episode. Guest on Get High and Save the World. Where we actually do save the world, talking about flulanthropy. Oh, snapadocious. And uh, 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 planets made of chocolate. uh, Jupiter. Jupiter. uh, Environmental pornography. Yes. Environmentally friendly pornography. So tune in. That Scott Pruitt wouldn't approve of. Oh, wouldn't approve of. Oh. Wednesdays at 8 (laughs) p.m. Get high and save the world. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. Twelve original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kalberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash p-r-e-s-s. It's a good deal. Hi, welcome to Suicide Buddies on Feral Audio. Before we get started with the episode, we just want you to know this is a show where we joke around about suicide because we've had suicidal thoughts and dealt with it in our friends and family a lot. So we deal with it by joking around about it. We're not joking because we don't think it's a serious matter. So if you're depressed, feeling suicidal, please stop this podcast right now and call 1-800-273-TALK. They're there 24 hours a day and they will help you through it. They're great. You have other options. You are loved. I promise you. Because I love you.
one of my favorite uh, sound bites of all time. Mmm, drop. Hey, guys. Welcome <laughs> to Suicide Buddies. Yep, that's the start. Dave Ross giving hey. a nice Beastie Boys reference. You did it, man. Yeah, but that was off mic. Now we're rolling. No, <laughs> we're keeping both in. Guys, this is the podcast, Suicide Buddies, and uh, we just named it. We just titled this thing. It was going to be called Suicide Dads. Yeah. Which is honestly still might be. But <laughs> by the end of this podcast, we really might waver. <laughs> I have zero conviction as this podcast will. The current name illustrate. is Suicide Buddies. Um, I love the, it. I love that we just titled it right before. I do with too. It. It's like writing the name of the ship right before. Like, we're going to America. Like, you hear. I, I, I've heard so many stories from bands that. Didn't have a name And then they got a show And they were like What's your band called And then they had to come up With a name Which I think is so interesting mm. That they just didn't Yeah yeah uh, I think bands are easier To title than podcasts I'll just say it Because we threw whoa. out Like a hundred great <laughs> band names That'll never uh, See the light of day Number Suicide one Suicide Dads Is a great fucking band name man But Big Diarrhea Big Diarrhea Is really better. good And thank god We didn't do that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Diarrhea that Suicide Title of the podcast But I mean We're doing a suicide podcast Dave aren't yeah, we You're damn right we are Hampton I mean we're setting it off Yeah We both enjoy this topic I mean honestly It's the thing I like To talk about Or Me just too. joke about It's a natural go-to is like I'd make a joke like or maybe I'll just like shoot myself in the head like yeah yeah you know? I've, I've thought about it a lot too because people give us shit for it yeah man it's great no, yeah. <laughs> yeah like every now and then you come across someone who just gets really upset that you think suicide is funny and uh well, and it, they're just and it's honestly I think just because they're not there <laughs> they're, just, they're just not yeah. there with me man I think about suicide all the time yeah they haven't uh, lived your life by your side to get why it's so funny <laughs> yeah exactly well that's the thing is like I find it funny because I just think about it seriously all the time all the time like it comes up it's a very natural thing for me to think about even, logically. Even when I'm happy, and I'll bet you're like this too. Even when I'm happy, <laughs> I think about it lightly. Oh, like, yeah. because I think I'm so used to actually considering it as a way out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, when I'm okay, and I'm very happy now, I uh, it'll be like one thing goes wrong, and I'm like, oh, God. No, I used to do that too. <laughs> like, I would get really bummed out when really great things were happening, like in career or life, and I would start crying, and the thing was I realized is like I hated feeling more like attachment to like Oh wow! Like a re there's there's now legitimate reasons to stay in. If you're a, if you're like sure. oh, a loser and there's nothing to live for, like it kind of I mean you know the evidence well, can start to stack up. But if you're like wow I actually am doing well in this thing yet I still have this depression. Well, there's this added thing add too. Same, like you know? part of it is like the love of the chase, right? You learn like I learned that about myself that I I like to be the underdog. I like to the trying. Yeah, exactly. And then when you're like starts to go well then you're part of you start feeling like maybe you're part of the problem <laughs> uh, yeah like, you start to realize like wait i'm the problem uh, man, society. i what do i i can no longer rage against <laughs> anything and there's another thing like i have a big problem with like um being a failure being nothing being something that people like thinking of myself as someone 
people don't like and look down on was a lot of my identity. Yeah. And so feeling better, feeling healthier, feeling like I have friends and and people like me and love me is like, well, then who am I? Yeah, exactly. I'm that was all I could grab onto <laughs> for a long I've time. I've had that exact same conversation yeah. with Jonah Ray. Like, I really? think we, we kind of figured it out that that is like. A true mentality when you build up your ego as like, well, I'm the guy who's the underdog. I'm the guy who's getting right. shit on and stuff. It's like suddenly just doesn't, you know, you know, when that starts to shift, like say you want to make positive changes in your life. Yes. <laughs> you know, like all these good things. You're like, wait, now my identity doesn't make any sense. You start to embrace the So I have to mess sadness. up relationships and I have to, totally. you know, like go towards bad, you know, toxic ones, you know. Dude, I mean, and that's like, uh, I think we're talking about a thing that keeps people depressed and keeps people considering suicide their whole life. Because you, like, I think even when you are becoming healthier, I, I think we're both getting happier and happier, yeah, more content, yeah. more yeah. able to feel positive things. Uh, you still have this like wealth of history and sort of like mm -hmm. synaptic connections in your brain mm -hmm. uh, built yeah. up that without you even realizing it, try to turn your current relationships into your old ones. Uh, I noticed myself doing that. I, I've been feeling that kind of recently where I'm like, am I doing some stuff that like, because I've had relationships where there was, I was feeling so bad about multiple different things, but just while inside the relationship, like allowing myself to be like, I should just kill myself. Like that's more logical to me than, right. than adjusting my relationships around me. It's more logical for me to just take myself out of the equation or something like that. But speaking mm -hmm. to like, say anybody who's like a uh, creative and stuff like there's this huge fear especially in like comics where they're like well if I go to therapy like then they're gonna take away the the, the dark funny part of me man that's but such like, bullshit therapists will tell you and mine did where it's like no all the stuff that like made you you all that machinery it's in place yeah it doesn't like, go your, away your mind will still be able to create also what an insane even if you're thought. happy even if you're happy you know what I mean Imagine, let's say in some crazy world that going to therapy reprogrammed your brain and took away all the darkness and pain. Why wouldn't you want that? No, dude, I've got, ten, I've got 10 minutes about killing myself. That crushes at the Laugh Factory. Crushes at the improv. Dude. Comedy store, belly room, main room, original room. I'm completely happy, so I can't do stand-up anymore, and I think I have to have like a really high-paying, normal job and a good family. Yeah. Like yeah. The reason I'm not like a success Successful businessman is because the only thing that is the parameters built up for me to have a career around my depression and inability to deal with others is comedy. It's stand up. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's like if I was just a together human being, I could have been like a courier or a, a pizza delivery driver. I was like pretty good at those jobs. <laughs> and, and I don't like need a lot of money. It seems like it would have been fine. The other thing about that. That thing of uh, going to therapy and it's going to make you take away your darkness is like, I for me at least, like I'm at my best and connecting with the audience most and, and making people laugh the most when I'm having a lot of fun. And I have yeah. the most fun when I'm the happiest, when I feel like the world is safe for me, you know? And <laughs> yeah. so like, yeah, I don't know. I can't yeah, encourage I people enough to go to therapy. Yeah. Uh, I think comics also definitely builds up this idea, persona of the dark, you know, like I'm just yes. so dark. It's like, cause we all got in trouble for making like inappropriate jokes or something with sure. kids, but it's like, it's not like you're, 
Jack the Ripper. <laughs> you know, like you're actually a dark soul. Yeah. Like we really like build up this like persona, which is larger <laughs> than ourselves. Totally. Uh, yeah. But to be fair, like I honestly, I don't. I don't want to say I don't like, but it's more like I can't understand people who have just never contemplated it. Yes. I'm always like, that seems insane to me. Like, like it never came life. up for you? Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, you seem happy. Like, anybody who's like, I became a dad at 22, and, you know, I got my kid. I love being a dad. Like, yeah. It's just like, totally. Man, life is awesome. We go to the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Every Sunday in my family, we celebrate <laughs> Easter. And I can't say 100% and, of that guy's happy, but I, mean, I don't know. The, 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 the defensiveness seems a little like. I honestly think. I, okay, so I have, a, I have a joke about this. Sorry uh, about a real thing that happened to me, <laughs> which is when I was 14 years old, I uh, I had a dream where I fucked my dad. In a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I that. <laughs> yeah, and so and was and the thing some is dreams like, come true, Dave. I and in this one, well, it's my only true dream. <laughs> uh, I um. It always grosses people out, and that makes sense to me. But some people react to it as if they're like, they're like, you're weird. Yeah. And, and I think that's so interesting because I think, I don't think everyone has had a sex dream about someone in their family, but I do think that everyone has had a weird sex dream yeah, about so. someone in yeah. their life. And, and like, the people that are rejecting it in that way, I, just like with suicide, I do think everyone's considered it. I just don't think a lot of people have processed that they consider it. I think you know what I mean? More, yeah, that, that I think that they're rejecting the, the most, right? Yes. Uh, answer, but I also like to believe that they're just boring. They're boring right. people sure. who don't have, like, I would say there's kind of a predilection towards, like, uh, a high IQ or something and you getting depressed, right? And therefore suicide. Right. And I think people who are, like, just boring, like, not a lot going on. Right. Like, they've simplified their thought processes. They don't analyze things, especially in the way... You know, like that like you're talking about. That's like a they good don't point. Process these things. You know, it is like that the same as not thinking about it. Almost, you know, without being a too much of a dick about it, is it is absolutely a simplistic thought that joking about suicide is wrong, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, right. Because what you're thinking is, well, you just think it's funny that someone kills themselves, and it's like, of course I fucking don't. But, <laughs> but death, I also do. But I also kind of do. <laughs> because death, I was trying to explain this to a friend once, like, they were like, what's the funniest thing to you? And I said, death. <laughs> uh, and they were like, death isn't funny. And I was like, death is funny. Someone dying isn't funny. Yeah. But death, as a concept, is funny. It's hysterical because like it's such a punchline. What your life ends? <laughs> what are you nuts? That's what it is. Yeah, you know, it's, it, there's so much going on with it. It's like you know, with life, you know, there's only very few guaranteed things, and so one is you're definitely going to die. Yeah, you're 100 going to die, and it's kind of it can be your choice, but it can also not be your choice, and it's like. Therefore, it's like there's so much like irony involved with like suicide or something like that. Or yeah. just like, you know, like kind of like slice of life almost commentary, you know, like going on. Suicide is especially funny to me because 
once you realize that there is suicide, then you go through your entire life knowing there's a button you can push. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the moment it's like you realize this fact about your body. There's yeah. like a, there's a switch that you have. You know, oh, I could turn off that switch right at any point and not have to deal with all of the problems. <laughs> yeah, and simultaneously, and so like every day for me is weighing weighing the good and the bad and like yeah you're that's what it's doing get rid of all the pro you'd be getting rid of all the problems you'd also be getting rid of all of the good yeah yeah and it's funny because that's what's funny about it almost to me but it's also like what is what people um like advise they're like well it's a you know it's a very permanent solution to like a, te temporary, to a temporary problem and right. stuff like that but i'm like yeah exactly like that's kind of funny that we just lose our minds get like way over dramatic about things and take a horrifyingly like over you know simplification yeah. to like the problems like, and this oh. is why i uh i think it's important for hampton and me to talk about the reasons we think suicide is funny and listening to this show we're going to repeat that a lot because it's, <laughs> Maybe. i think so because it's important for me for you to know listening to the show that we're going to be making a lot of jokes about suicide yeah. but it doesn't mean that we think your situation as someone who's depressed or suicidal is funny no i just think it's all. important to establish yeah exactly that. i wouldn't make fun of anybody who's in pain you know no, what I mean? that, that, that'd be cool get, please get help we'll be listing like suicide hotlines on here and stuff like that and talking about our own depression and how we've considered it but I personally think bringing these things to light and talking about what drove someone to make such a dramatic and extreme choice in their life mm -hmm. is important and would be helpful. It'll help me. Yep. Uh, I think the reason I can be silly about it is because I've had the actual thought of like, so many I would times. just make it so much simpler for everybody else if I just didn't exist. And the yeah. thing I would often say is what would really be easiest for me if I could just like levitate off the planet. It's like I just never existed. Yeah. It's like removed out of the equation of, of, of human interaction. But now, now that's a funny thing for me to joke about. Mm, yeah. I've had the actual thought of it. And it's like the thing I kind of realized if I have any sort of wisdom about like suicidal thoughts is that like the thing that's so interesting to me about it is like, yes, it's this huge decision. Right. And it like um, it's so gigantic. So in that same you know, gigantic decision making thing. It's like, can't you just like kill the parts of your life that are causing you such problems? You absolutely can. You just don't think so, especially when you're younger. Yeah. Everything yeah. is so big. I would think part of like considering suicide, and there was a period when I was a teenager when I considered it constantly and in a serious way. Um, it was partially vindictive. It was like, yeah. well, that'll show them. <laughs> I think every suicide note I wrote, it was very like full of just like, now do you feel good? <laughs> yeah, totally. Look at my blood splattered yeah, on the walls, yeah. Bob's. My room was messy before. Now it's fucking filthy <laughs> with yeah. my brains. <laughs> yeah, Those people that it's called weird. me a bitch will be sad at my funeral. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've reread so many, like, suicide notes and things I've written, like, out of anger. And it, it, it's... You have written... How many suicide notes do you think you've written? In my life? Yeah. Well, probably not recently, because I did write something which was in that same tone of just, like, I am being... I, I realized I have to take, you know, not 24 hours, but just get away from it, come back to it, read it, and then see if you're, like, whining, like... Sure. You'll, you'll self-analyze. Yes. You'll go, okay, I, I, I was angry, I needed to vent, 
I just am complaining for three pages here. I think, I've probably I've probably written like ten. Wow, good ten. I think what you just said is is a good, a really nice thing to ask of someone who is truly considering suicide. Like, you know, always ask for help and reach out and and just just please God don't do it. But mm-hmm. if it gets to you writing a note, do please do us all a favor and yourself a favor and wait a day. Wait, <laughs> Write the yeah, note. I mean, the whole and wait then read it the next hours, day. You know, whatever. Yeah. It's more like mm-hmm. do, know yourself. Like, take yeah. a moment to step away and right. come back and read your own writing and go. Is this is this truly hack or did, or did I? Yeah. <laughs> we should go into like what are hacks suicide. <laughs> the police are like this guy's not even trying. Man. I've seen this material everywhere. Okay, my mom, my dad, uh, everyone hates me. School sucks. Uh, the Punisher was a piece of shit. <laughs> nothing's nothing's good. Nothing's good. It just nothing's, says nothing's good. Nothing is good. <laughs> There's something also about, like, I was looking up uh, some suicide statistics. You know, trying to get boned up for the show. <laughs> boned. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put in the spring sound effect now. We should but, call this suicide bone. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, interesting facts about it. And, like, you know, uh, men, of course, uh, kill themselves more right. than, than women. Uh, more so because we're, we take a very violent way of killing ourselves I found out it's like yeah. it's mostly gun or hanging or asphyxiation right or some other form of asphyxiation and women tend to take pills oh wow and the thing that happens is it takes a long time or it your body rejects it so there's this whole another window of time that you can be saved you can have oh, second thoughts oh wow like, I just can't do it I'm like, you know, like take the most violent, quick way. Yeah. I'm just saying like, dudes, if you would just slow your slow roll. Your roll. Yeah. You know, start to really enjoy your suicide. <laughs> Feel it. If you're a dude, I'm saying light some candles. We were also talking about, and I, I think that this is actually accurate. Um, the, f- the format of our show, like formatically, it's similar to... Uh, my favorite murder uh, in the sense that we are going to take a suicide from history every episode yeah. and break it down and they take a murder from history and break it down right yeah and we were talking about that show is hosted by two women this show is hosted by two men uh, <laughs> and the fact that we have like more of like a male <laughs> feel and they have a more feminine feel this I wasn't it. intentional it was, yeah, first of all it wasn't intentional crazy. and we did come up with this idea before even knowing about my favorite murder yeah. which is funny how unplugged we are as people uh, <laughs> but also they're really you're really into murder we're really into suicide and I truly think it's because um each of those is the biggest threat to our own gender. You know what I mean? Wow. That's a <laughs> uh, really interesting thought. Yeah. Because, okay. Women are more oh. likely to be like cold case file nerds right. than men. They just wow. are. Um, I think that we should get into this, our first ever suicide in history we're going to talk yeah, about we'll, after we'll, a break. I, I agree. And before we take a break, I want to ask you, Dave, yes. uh, what is your dream suicide? You know, I never had like a... Um, I never romanticized it in the the manner of doing it. And such the term dream suicide I'm doesn't saying, align I'm saying, with Okay. I'm saying how I always thought you of it. You have a billion dollar budget or higher. Oh my god. And you are going to kill yourself 
how does Dave Ross make his last splash? Honestly, it would not. I'm I'm being honest with you. It would not be epic. I would wow. in every single way I've ever thought about it. Mm-hmm. I I just I just got a gun, and that's it. <laughs> I just bought a gun. Did that's you buy how, the gun? That's some money. Is it a nice gun? Why not get a bazooka? Why I don't know, man. Shoot yourself with a bazooka. Look, man. I have a mental image <laughs> in my head of a guy holding a bazooka yeah. to his forehead. Oh, <laughs> no, to his temple. You still, Dude, yeah, you still Cobain it where you have so it like on funny. the floor up to your jaw and you click it with your You know, you know that's toe. actually how Bazooka Joe got his name. <laughs> <laughs> true, true Hollywood stories. <laughs> no, that's how he lost his eye, dude. Yeah, yeah. That he eye shot patch. himself with, with a bazooka. bazooka, and he lost an eye. Yeah. All Before right. that, he was two eyes, Joe. I, I mean, I thought. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and you might actually have. A, do, do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> but do, are you listening? You hear me, but do, do you, you listen? You fucking hear me? You want me to come up with like a fantastical? No, no, no. I'm, I'm more saying like I also have those totally like. Usually my go-to, and this is the most horrifying, like this would literally shatter so many lives, would be to just, while I'm driving, I'm always like the most sad and just like, just turn into traffic, turn into traffic, man. Fuck, man. You know, like that would just end it in such a horrible way. So part of my problems with, you know, ever thinking about suicide. I would do it at the VMA. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, in front of Usher. (laughs) With a bazooka. Uh, uh, sure, man. Yeah, my last words ever just be humble. And then I. <laughs> Whoa. Dude. Uh, and so when I think about suicide, and part of what other people bring up is like, you don't want to hurt other people. It's this weird thing where you're like, I hate myself. I, yes. I love everybody else. I yes. don't want to hurt them. So in my mind, how I could get around that. As if I hired like a really high stakes international assassin. Oh wow! To kill me. You yeah, know, yeah, I yeah. slide okay. over the dossier. It's got my photo, and he looks up, and I'm like, "We're doing this." Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? That's me. It's happening. And would, then, there, would it be the kind of thing where, like, in the thing, there's some sort of like amount of time you have to like hide and like exactly. change your identity? Exactly. And he's got to find you. Well, what I would That's do fun. is I would make it look like. There's like clues showing up where I like would show my family and be like, I think someone's trying to kill me. Wow. And just make my death look like some massive conspiracy they'll never crack. And they just think you're the most interesting person who ever lived. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, more interesting than Marilyn Monroe and Ernest Hemingway. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wow. I like that a lot. I mean, that way, there's no, no one's mad at me. Yeah. And I have a really cool death. Worst case scenario, they find out I hired an international assassin, which is pretty cool. I think I would drink cement. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you just, like, go to a park and wait until you become a statue? I would buy a billion dollars of cement. I put, uh, I put on a Confederate uniform, and I drench myself in cement <laughs> in a public yeah, park. A Confederate uniform? <laughs> I become a Confederate statue. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so crazy <laughs> and I just yell out I'm like I die for the white people oh my god so that way everyone's like good <laughs> yeah great good. he's an asshole okay he's well man 
<laughs> yeah, then no one would be upset. <laughs> All right, yeah. Okay. Uh, the- yeah, I think that was everything we wanted to basically touch on at the beginning, and we're going to get into a fun. Yeah, the guy, I'm just going to tease it. Suicide. The guy we're going to talk about, his name is Yukio Mishima. He was an author in Japan who died in 1970. I'm really excited. Yeah, let's yeah. get into it. Let's do it. All right, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> What are we and doing? this is Suicide Buddies. Look, man. It's hey, guys. Fun. We're back to Suicide oh, Buddies. Oh, what? You didn't like that? <laughs> mm, drop. drop. You know? All right. We're um, we're back. We're talking about... Hey, guys. Um, we're going to talk about a guy named Yukio Mishima today. He was an author um, in Japan who got really popular in the 40s, 50s, and 60s and then killed himself in 1970. And uh, just a little setup about him if you don't know who he is. Um, Yukio Mishima was his pen name. His birth name is Kimitake Hiraoka. Whoa. He um, he was like a huge author. He was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize in Literature three times. He had a big American and European following. He wrote like 40 books or something, 30 books. Um, he, he wrote plays, short stories, essays, things like that. He was also an actor and a model. And he was a Japanese nationalist who got really into like working out in a big way at a certain point. He was into weight training and kendo, which oh. is the Japanese art of swordsmanship. Um, and he was gay. And he never came oh. out. But he also wanted children and wanted people to believe that he's not gay. Oh, so he man. married this, like, famously beautiful woman who, to this day, will not admit that he was gay. She's alive? I believe so. From what I've read, oh, she is I, still I, alive. I you mean, like, to her deathbed. That's or at crazy. least died sort of recently. Um, <laughs> and... Um, he had two children with her, but he also had a bunch of gay relationships and went to gay bars a lot. And this doesn't seem to have much to do with this suicide, but people Ooh, say it could be. I, I um, would say. Uh, this is an interesting fact. There's another writer named Jiro Fukushima who, in 1951, released a bunch of letters between him and uh, Mishima. Oh, wow. Sort of like showing that they had a gay relationship. Whoa. So he got um, like exposed publicly? Yes. And then later... Um, I think after his death, I'm not entirely sure, but later, Mishima's children sued Fukushima uh, for, what's the quote, violation of his privacy and copyright, and they won. Holy crap. So, publicly, he's... Like not legally, gay. he's not gay. He's, <laughs> he's yeah. legally not gay, yeah. which is the new Reese Witherspoon movie coming out. So, leading up to his suicide in 1967, he enlisted in the Ground Self Defense Force, which was Japanese. The uh, I'm sorry, Japan's army. Is this during World War Two? 1967. So, oh, sorry, after World War Two. And it, I think that it was called the ground the ground self defense force because they weren't legally allowed to have an armed army, but they so they had this like national guard kind of thing. Gotcha. He, he joined that, and then after he went through training in that, he formed this private militia called the Tatenokai, 
which translates to Shield Society. It was a bunch of young students that he trained himself in martial arts and physical discipline, and they swore to protect the Emperor of Japan. That was the point of the Tateno Dude, Kai. he literally, I don't know if you read comic books, he literally created Shield. <laughs> Is that what, That's what I don't know anything about Shield? <laughs> so this guy, <laughs> this guy listen. made like Shield in 1967. Like, if you don't know that history of Japan after World War II, General MacArthur and America, our our reaction to them was, you have no army, yeah, and you have to get rid of the idea of an emperor. Mm. And up until that point, it said in the Japanese constitution that the Japanese emperor was a divine entity. He yeah, was a yeah. living god, <laughs> and they were the people of God. And so they he led them, and they also worshipped him. So in their new post-World War II constitution, it said uh, it changed... <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Hirohito from, quote, an imperial sovereign to a, quote, constitutional monarch. And that was the main thing that um, Mishima hated. He hated that. He thought that, like, that ripped out the heart of Japan. Because he wanted they to go back the- to, like, the leader's god? Yes. That's what Whoa. he wanted. He wanted, he thought. That's that- remarkably cuck of him. Yes. <laughs> that's remarkably. It's so bitchy, dude. Yeah, it's he- like, we are god, <laughs> and he is god, and He's why god? is he not god? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I mean that's that's an interesting cause. That's yeah, an interesting cause, and, and I bet he could rally actually a lot of people towards that because it's all tied into like our dignity's gone, right? You know, you used to have a god king. You would think, but it was. It seems from what I read that only his shield society were the people that followed him and believed that. Uh huh. How uh, big was it? How big did it get? It was not that big. I couldn't gotcha. find much about so it. So it's but. just like a radical. Group, you know, like yes. hundred maybe or of like uh, nerds. Basically, <laughs> they're all writers and college kids. Who are like, we we hate the reboot. Yeah. We like the original version of Japan where the emperor was god. It is fa- uh, f- like uh, fascinating to me that that's a cause to have that like because he said that the emperor needed to either stay as our living god or step down entirely and take responsibility for every single Japanese person who died in World War II that's what he said those are the two options (laughs) he was like a, a really extreme guy huh by the way I want to say this real quick this is an aside but this is it's on theme Hirohito near the end of World War II Issued a suicide order to the Japanese people in the um, oh god, dude! In the Battle of Saipan, <laughs> they were losing, and so he was like, rather than get captured and defecting to America, just kill yourself. And, uh, <laughs> That's the most like overkill. Dude, <laughs> like, these are very dramatic people. Just like, <laughs> oh, just just. <laughs> have you seen their theater? It's very dramatic. Uh, That's so funny, dude. Over a thousand people. Kill themselves. Did actually follow through? You would think the military, for sure, because they'll be like, you know, punished. Their families will be punished if they don't uh, right. follow through. Right. But think of it also. I mean, I mean, this, I, uh, you know, it's almost like stereotypical to bring up, but like kamikaze fighters. It's like, you know, if, yeah. you, if you truly believe well, your and leader Well, and samurai, it was like laden yeah. into their culture. Honor. That it's honor, right. Yeah, because I think a lot of people are like, we don't think he's literally... God, you know, like that seems hard to c- convince an entire nation 
to believe. It's more like a rational sort of thing where you're like, we have this structure where we believe he's God and it would be a huge dishonor to my family if I didn't kill myself for the army. You know, like my family name right. would be disgraced. The country that I, I love through. that yeah, has yeah, supported me. <laughs> yeah, it's like deeper. You know, there's like no, more. No, he's God. I, I, and plus the group <laughs> mentality. It's like, well, everyone else is going to do it. Right. So I guess I should do it. That's a true. Thousand it's like, people dude. killed themselves, man. That's, yes. that's so much follow through. By jumping off of this suicide cliff. Uh, Whoa! And what? there's also another Can clip we go called there? the Bonsai Cliff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's Jimmy Cliff's son. It's like. <laughs> it's actually very peaceful music, man. Um, all right, so let's get into the suicide. Because okay. uh, Hampton, yeah, so by the way, knows did, nothing how about did this. It all fall apart. Because he seems like a guy mm-hmm. whose life is. Okay, a lot of conflicting, you know, like he's gay, but yes. he's not out. Who knows if that's like such a big deal at the time? It seems like he's getting his fuck on no matter what. Right. But then things start to hit the fan. Also, there is something that happened. Um, I think one of the one of the times he was up for the Nobel Peace Prize, I think it was the last time his child, his like young life mentor won it, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, they're not going to give it to a Japanese person for a while," which is also an interesting wrinkle. I don't know. I That's don't know. Yeah, but maybe that contributed right. to it. I mean, yeah. dear God, of course, <laughs> people were super racist back then. <laughs> like, of course. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so on November twenty fifth, nineteen seventy, he tried to institute a coup d'état against basically the Japanese army the that he was once a part of. He and oh. four of his Tatenokai, the Shield Society, um, I couldn't find out how, but they somehow got into the headquarters of the Eastern Command of the Japan Self-Defense Forces. Oh. They had some reason to be there. Maybe, I mean, he's like an illustrious yeah. writer, maybe... He just got a meeting with Okay them. Maybe he stormed it I Yeah mean, like what's, uh... He didn't storm it Because okay. he just went in And he met with the commandant And while in there He like Using knives And like heavy blunt instruments Got the rest of the officers Out of the room And then Tied the commandant to a chair oh. And then they had this list of demands That they were yelling to the officers On the other side of the door They could see through the peephole That their commandant Whoa. was tied to a chair They were like they're like, assemble the soldiers in the public square. Not the public square. The, the square below. Yeah. And the room they were in had a balcony looking over it like some Hitler shit. And, uh, <laughs> and so they were like, fine. And they did that. They assembled a thousand soldiers down there. And then he went out and he gave this pre-written speech. And the speech uh, was about how this post-war constitution was hurting Japan and it was like throwing their heart and their God away. And he was trying to inspire them to overthrow the idea of this constitution and American materialism and bring, help him bring us back to a place where the emperor is our living God. Yeah. Yeah. And then three things in a row happened. First, they couldn't hear him. <laughs> and they were just yeah. Second, doing a coup d'etat. Oh, and I this is so so like such cruel reality. They couldn't hear him and then they started being able to hear him and they were like really puzzled. And then everything I read about it said once they processed what he was saying, they all were basically just like Boo! <laughs> 
<laughs> just like, just like rejected what he said entirely and started mocking him. Started the things that they yelled him. at him were, were come down, come down from Dude, there. He starts um, getting heckled, loser, like a like, comic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on stage. His act sucks. They like airplane footage. Hey, shut the fuck up, you man! Suck. You're terrible. They and were yelling, just, come down from it? there, madman and asshole at him. They were just yelling at him. He was an asshole. Um, <laughs> which is so like it, like of course that Publicly. happens to a suicidal guy. That's like you find you like finally get up the courage to tell your dad you love him, and he's like, "You're gay." Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like his whole life was leading up to this. So okay, that's actually my favorite memory I've ever had. Oh, cool. Me and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. it wasn't a dream for me, Dave. <laughs> it was real. Wow. That's great, man. No wonder you've never killed yourself. <laughs> yeah, full of dadges. So then, apparently shamed, he like walked into the room uh, with the rest of his Shield Society and committed ritual seppuku, which Ooh. is I didn't know this Rough. about seppuku, uh -huh. but you like first you gut yourself, mm -hmm. and then there's this person I want to get. Um, I want to get these terms right. There's this person appointed. It's called Kaishakunin. Mm -hmm. The Kaishakunin duty. Who, like, oversees your seppuku. And then after you gut yourself, they decapitate you. Holy shit. They're the suicide buddy. They're the... <laughs> Hampton. <laughs> we gotta die yes yes yes, 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 Yeah. That's and they so just crazy. shine on you crazy diamond plays for the rest of the episode. Yeah, and man. You have a person help you out. They have to be okay with chopping off a head. Yes. Which is a pretty fucking ISIS move. Dude. Pre-ISIS. You, uh, they, which also means that they went into this knowing, knowing that that was them. That's what they were going to do. Oh, right. They had at least planned that part. Um, well, if you're planning a coup d'etat, you, you know things could go It might go south. wrong. Yeah. Could go south. You know? We're Here's just going to tie thing. up the guy, go make a speech, and then and tell everyone him why will love us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know what like the cartoon cartoon bubble in his head was like. Everyone's just like got him on his shoulders. They're like, hey, yeah, yeah. in school, President Mishima, Mishima. President God Mishima, <laughs> put him in the palace. Um, That's okay. Terrible. So, so I guess the sequence of events was he came in, he kneeled down, he gutted himself, and then ordered. Um, the guy who was appointed Masakatsu Morita to decapitate him. Oh, he's famous. <laughs> yeah, Pat Morita from Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, so, but then apparently he like fucked up how he gutted himself. He like sliced his stomach open, Ugh. and it like wasn't clean. It was just he just straight up disemboweled himself. Gross. And so Morita, the, that guy who was cutting his head, his hands Pop were Rita. shaking. I never found out why. Some place, it seemed to think that it was because of the disemboweling. I think it's literally hard to chop off someone's head. It's it's so jarring, the idea that you're going to have to do Totally. That. But I also like to think that maybe he was just grossed out. And he was like, ew. <laughs> yeah. he, started thinking, he started thinking about a girl he likes. <laughs> He's like, what if she says no? <laughs> he just gets really nervous. No, but you're right. You're right. It's because it's horrifying. 
terrifying to cut your friend's head off. Yeah, yeah it's for sure. definitely it's definitely at that point the coup d'état <laughs> is done. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's everything you thought was going to happen in the thought bubble. Next chapter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the guy goes to cut his head off. And his hands are shaking so much oh, that he no. that he fucks up cutting his head off. <laughs> uh, he tries to cut his head off like a few times, and he can't oh, do it. So he hands it no. off to another member of the Shield Society who successfully cuts his head off. And then because Morita failed, he then kneels down and kills himself. Whoa! And then that first that other dude successfully cuts his head off. Dude, that guy yeah. that guy who's good at cutting off heads he sounds pretty cool. Yeah, he's a bad. <laughs> Ass. Yeah. And that guy's cool. name was Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> and that little boy, and that little boy, grew Vin up to be Diesel. Hillary Clinton. Um, that is, uh, yeah. So, crazy. but also, isn't it so embarrassing? Like that literally has to be one of the most embarrassing things: to is fuck to up. fuck up, killing your friend, and then you got to do the whole like, "Can you open this jar Can for me? Can you do it? Yeah. Can you do it? Oh my god." And the guy's got like huge biceps, and he's like, "Of course I can." It's just—it's also funny to like, it's like, so cool. Rick. We're listing these events, and I'm hearing them said out loud out of my mouth, and they're so horrifying. But if you take a step back and think about just the amount of like flubbering that happened in this historical moment, <laughs> he like he went out and he was like. Friends, come with me. And they were like, you're a loser. <laughs> and then he walked inside, stabbed himself wrong, got his head cut off wrong so badly that the guy was like, ah, kill me. <laughs> and then all that's left is one guy who's like, well, I just decapitated two of my friends. That sounds like the worst uh, like gig that's ever happened. No shit. Talk about bombing. <laughs> wow. P.U. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what somebody in the crowd yelled out. It's kill yourself. Kill yourself, dude. <laughs> you just feel really sad. Well, you know, you know, I was going to. <laughs> this is Japan. Wow. So, to, I mean, this is too deep to maybe you you know, but like, how did does his family like react like uh, to this this whole thing, this coup d'état? This uh, man, that's interesting. I actually I didn't read anything about that. See, I mean, it became like, like, look, he tried to overthrow the government. His best friend had to slice, slice off his head. He fucked up that. But he wasn't gay. <laughs> 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 it's like all this other stuff is a matter of public record. <laughs> it is just as bad. <laughs> that's whoa, whoa, whoa. But he so loved, funny. That was his pussy. wife's reaction. But was he gay? No, he loved pussy. <laughs> yeah, he loved pussy. His last words were, I love pussy. He loved pussy so much he killed himself. That's awful with the, um, the stabbing. Dude. That's also the part of a seppuku I've always had the most trouble with is like how do you do getting it? your head cut off why do you need to disembowel yourself yes. which is one of the most painful stabbings that can happen I think the honor in it is that you are inflicting the pain upon yourself yeah um, I think you're right you're like I'm killing myself I will bleed out but just in a matter of time and dignity now yes. you just take it. I did it. Just now help it. me out. Yeah, help me out. Right. Right? That makes sense. But it's also interesting to put within this suicide um, uh, tradition 
the possibility of another person killing themselves, you know? Yeah, that, right. Like, if they fuck it up. Yeah, that's part of it. Like, don't fuck it up. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine trying to chop through Henry Rollins' neck? And it's just like, takes a week. <laughs> chop Shit. It. God, yeah. so good. Ugh. He pulls out like a bandsaw. Um, yeah, the, um, there is, there are, so many essays and books written about his suicide because he was like a, a big figure mm-hmm. in Japanese culture. Yeah. Um, he, and he, won a, he was up for a peace prize, right? Yeah, three times. I mean, uh, that uh, guy kills himself. Right? That's yeah. weird, right? It's like, I don't know. It is that sort of thing of like, uh, I mean, I, I, to be fair, it's like we really do have to like back up a little bit and maybe just say that like, you know, if he didn't kill himself, he just committed a military coup. This guy's going to prison for fucking life. He'll right. probably be beaten and like tortured right. and shit. Like, you know, it's not going to be pleasant. So, I mean, he's it's also just so unfortunate to me that I mean, look, yeah. I I can't judge another am I cutting you off? No, no, I just uh, had a thought. I, I go sure. on, go on. No, go on, please. Uh I don't want to judge another culture mm-hmm. that I did not I I was never once a part of. Yeah. But like it is so sad to have a rule that you die if you make a mistake. <laughs> that just sucks, man. That's not good for humanity. And I feel like I don't know. that we says a lot winners. about humanity in general. It's just we- winners left then. It's only people who win. Right, exactly. That's the thought, right? Uh, <laughs> I hope not. I hope yeah, not I know, too. Right? I mean, don't dishonor your family. That's a very similar thought to only winners left. Well, well, the thing I was thinking of is like the mentality of suicide, even when it's in this structured environment of like military and honor and, you know, killing yourself because of a coup d'etat. You know, it's like these pretty almost logical sort of things. But I think about like people who say are like um, kind of awful like let's say a pedophile who has murdered and you know raped children or something that guy goes to prison he doesn't kill himself yeah it's like why that's true is it that you know some people have the ability you know what i mean it's almost like under no conditions some people will they won't kill themselves but there is some people who are like, you know what? Worst case scenario, the military coup doesn't work out. We're all just going to kill ourselves. Yeah. Like, he, and that'd be he, fine. He clearly I've always made plans to. ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's actually, kind of okay with it mentally. He kind of was like, I want this thing. If it doesn't work out and everyone doesn't think I'm cool. I'm kind of like there are a lot myself. of people that said that he had wanted it for a long time and that he'd like been planning it for years. That he told his, his um, shield society about it and he'd been like that that the coup d'etat was was almost an excuse for him to kill himself rather than the coup d'etat being the plan yeah totally if you led other people on your suicide mission because you're just like i hate my life yeah dad sucks my mom sucks yeah it was like a a cult in a way maybe (laughs) that's kind of what it sounds like because it's like you're trying to basically i mean is that any different than people who are like you know, Trump is an incredible American. Like, right. it's like, what view of reality are you getting where you're like, I think the emperor should be God. You know, it's like. There, yeah, that's a good point. There, I think there's elements of like a distorted belief system in our own society. But that it's such a huge thing to try and get people on board with. It's it not is very interesting, too. I 
I'm very curious where that comes from because especially coming from a writer a a pained gay writer yeah uh who clearly He's connected for, with a lot of pain. people gay for pain <laughs> hi i'm gay for pain <laughs> uh for him to for his perspective on the world to be our leader is our God for that to be the thing he mm-hmm. is focused on. I just don't have anything like that in my brain. I don't yeah. at all. Uh-huh. I want us all to find a way to be a world together. I really do. Well, I would uh, say, well, that's true. But like, say like, don't, don't you feel like depression has a way of just warping your brain sure. and getting you to think certain things are just life and death important. You know, like, you're like, my relationship isn't working. I'm not saying you personally, but, like, say, like, you just get pent up. Like, uh, this relationship isn't working. I feel so sad. I should kill myself. You know what I mean? Like, that's a distorted worldview. Absolutely. Because you could easily be like, just get out of the relationship, man. Like, Well, it's the same thing as, as uh, like, the what I was saying earlier about seppuku in general being about you make a mistake and you kill yourself. That's kind of like what I think a great deal of suicide is. You... It's so important to you to be whatever version of good. Mm-hmm. And then if you fuck up at all, you're like, well, I'm worthless. Yeah. Rather than just like being a little nice to yourself <laughs> uh, and, you know, letting yourself know that it's going to be OK. Other people aren't judging you as harshly as you're judging yourself. Never. Yeah. It's-, it's like, let's say the thing that they're most concerned about is dishonor to their family's name, their legacy. Right. Right. And it's like, in a way, I think in the Western culture, we also feel that way. It's like, what? I'm going to be pissing off my legacy, you know, if, if I kill myself or, you know, it's almost like the reverse version. But it's also like, who are you, man? Like, what is this obsession with, like, Your legacy. my legacy, my family name? You're fucking dead, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously. Exactly. It's like, like, you why? just wanted to have, like, a book a lot of people read. Yeah, what, are you going to have to argue with people after? Are you going to have to explain yourself to your yeah. family after? And be like, oh, I'm sorry. I Do was- you really wish you were Van Gogh? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, uh... Hmm. Yeah, that's a horrifying thought to me. Here's some interesting stuff too. He, the the this these are the names of his essays before he died. The sword or the flower? How should a man live in the troubled 1970s? Um, he participated in a oh that's one. He participated in a panel discussion entitled "Cut Open Your Stomach: A Sweeping Criticism of the General Condition." Uh, he also wrote a million little pieces. I don't understand that joke. <laughs> I don't know what a million little pieces is. Right, that guy who was on Oprah and he lied about like his experiences. Oh. I was just joking that oh. he wrote like a super famous book. This that- guy's name was Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> I'm just going to read this. Uh, the last passage. Apparently a part of seppuku is you you write a series of death poems. Oh, really? Yeah. And so the la- he like turned in the last passage of his last book the day the morning the day he died and this is this was the poem storm winds at <clears throat> storm winds at night blow the message that to fall before the world and before men by whom falling is dreaded is the mark of a flower was the last thing he wrote uh, i don't get uh, <laughs> i don't get it either storm uh, winds at night okay we'll go line by line is he comparing life to a flower storm winds at night blow 
Yeah. The message that to fall before the... Oh, I'll read it as a sentence, maybe. Storm winds at night blow the message that to fall before the world and before men by whom falling is dreaded is the mark of a flower. I'm not reading that's, it. In. That's a, basically a suicide note. Right. And it is beautiful, but it also, to us, makes very little sense. To fall before the world and before men by whom falling is dreaded. Oh, yeah, he's saying that dying in front of the world uh-huh. and people who think, uh, who fear dying uh-huh. is beautiful. Yeah, Killing that yourself. dude is suicidal. That dude is <laughs> yeah. truly on the very end of the suicide thought line. Yeah. That's crazy, man. He's been thinking about it for a long, long time. Yeah, where then you start to make it, you go, you know what? It'll actually be kind of beautiful. I'll actually be kind of awesome and super cool. And people will think I'm really awesome. <laughs> Do you think that there are any suicides in history? I was looking around for this and couldn't find any. Do you think there was ever a seppuku where, like, 15 people in a row fucked up? Uh, <laughs> it goes all, down the line. <laughs> they're like, oh, this has been going on for years. That one suicide 70 years ago that yeah, got fucked up. The famous Kyoto suicide filibuster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all losers. I mean, if you can't cut off a head, I mean, you what's should, wrong with you? You should kill yourself. You're clearly gay. You're clearly, <laughs> clearly very weak. You're clearly gay. <laughs> you can't cut off your buddy's head. <laughs> it's probably because you, you want to kiss it so bad. <laughs> what are you in love with your friend? <laughs> Dave, I would. Like, yeah. I, Dave, I would cut your head off. Okay, thank you. If you stabbed yourself in the belly, and you're like, hey, to, it, do it, it. This hurts worse than a million ice cream headaches. <laughs> <laughs> so, you gotta, you gotta help me. Hampton. I would, out of pity, I'd be like, "Of course, dude! I'll gladly cut off your head." And that's why we're the Suicide Buddies. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I don't know. Could you kill someone? Could you, like, you know, in a suicide way? I'm not saying like malicious. <laughs> I'm saying like assisted suicide. Could I do it? Yeah, could you say, even the lightest version, no swords, could you, like, you know, help somebody who's Un- an invalid, can't kill themselves, Unplug they want to die. They want to die. <laughs> what is Unplug. What's the, pull the plug. That's what it's I called. I said unemployed. Unemployed. Like, what? Like unemployed? <laughs> like a loser? <laughs> Just like someone who lost their job at a factory. Oh, my God. Can't feed their kids like uh, assholes. Um, no, because I've I I always could. said, I've been like, it's, a, it's fine. But I, I don't think... I could do it. It would be really, really hard, you know but I, mean? I would do it. I'm yep. confident that I, I would, I could do it. Really? I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Love no, to. no, yeah. Thinking about it, well, because like you better, dude. We're I about. feel about life that like what people what people ask for is what. You, you should you should listen to people. I guess you should really, really try to listen to people and not and not. Lean on social norms over what people want for themselves, as long as it doesn't affect others. Yeah. And if someone is truly, earnestly, that I love telling me they're in pain mm-hmm. and their life is awful and they really need to go, yeah. what I would be deciding between would be 
letting them go for them or making them stay for me. Yeah. And that feels really unfair. Yeah, it's an unfair position to but put people in. It would be in. fucked up and it would really ruin my day. <laughs> So you had a bad day, you had a bad day, you had a bad day, and you had a bad... I'm, like, singing that song as I'm imagining a line of Japanese people so, chopping into each other's so necks. And it's like, it goes on for miles. Dude, yeah. Neck. It's like Hands Across America, but in Japan, the it's people chopping off heads. That monk who set himself on fire. Mm -hmm. A video of that just with, so you had a bad day. <laughs> oh, call it now! The government! Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. I, I bet uh, it, it'd be so funny if he could come back to life to just be like, I hate Rage Against the Machine. He's like, they are so bad. <laughs> you guys like to be like, that is truly the worst music I've ever I heard. I love Nickelback. Have you heard? <laughs> Puddle of mud. Uh, <laughs> this is my favorite song. I'm a bitch. I'm a... Is it kind of weird that America doesn't have any, like, suicide rituals? There's no sense Is it of weird? There's... I, I'm being serious. Like, there's really no sense of honor here. There's nothing that serious where culturally people will look at you weird if you didn't kill yourself. And I know that's not really going on in Japan now, but I'm just saying like, there sure. was a time and place where it's like, you know. Well, but were there other cultures where suicide specifically was, uh, was tied into honor? I don't think so, man. Yeah. I think it's, it's there. I do know? think that our lack of focus on honor is odd because we used to have it. It used to be like, like if you were the one guy who didn't sign up for the army in World War II, yeah. everyone would be like, fuck you, man. You're an <laughs> asshole. Like a, that guy would in Japan like, kill himself. <laughs> yeah, you know? totally. It's like no one's getting out of service there. Everyone's just <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. 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 No, it's interesting. I mean, Klingons, they, they, they got that honor Klingons. culture. <laughs> They're the only other honor culture I know of. So it's this kind of podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. I take it fully back. Hampton's going to bring up Klingons at least one time an episode. Uh, come on, guys. Man, Hampton, that was so much fun, dude. It was interesting to learn about, man. Thanks yeah. For, thanks for bringing that in. I'll, I'll try and bring you a nice, uh, nice, yeah, yeah. nice Pick story one you like. next time. We're going to do this every week. One story of suicide in history. We're going to do some big ones for sure. We'll do Hitler. We'll do Kurt Cobain. We'll do Sylvia Plath, mm -hmm. probably Elliot Smith at some but we point. We gotta save those big boys. Totally. We wanna like. There's so many uh, that we don't know anything about. I wanna talk about a few of those first. Mishima, Yukio Mishima. Look up, look up his books. You know what I mean. If we could turn you on to the They're work of this amazing. incredibly sensitive and creative soul, I think that would be important. You know, uh, that's really his life's work. Don't remember him for his. Uh, his clumsy, ill-thought-out death and military coup. Remember um, for his gay literature that won peace prizes. <laughs> it seems like his most known book, is, most known books are Confessions of a Mask and The Temple of the Golden Pavilion. But there was specifically a book about his, about homosexuality or about sexuality in general. Um, I couldn't even write a paragraph. Right, apparently. Feels good when I come. <laughs> I, love, I love it when, when women touch my penis. Uh, forbidden colors. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Forbidden colors. Yeah, that was so much fun. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening. All right, see thanks you next for listening, time. guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. We appreciate you and we care about you. So if you are ever having suicidal thoughts, we do take it seriously and we would prefer that you go get help. Please call the number 1-800-273-TALK right now if you can. They're great. They will help. Suicide is not your only option. You are cared for. And thank you for listening. And see you on the next Suicide Buddies. say uh seinfeld was on an island yeah. and he was blowing boris karloff what would it what would that be like <laughs> it might go something like this oh mr karloff i loved you and frankenstein and i love giving you a blowjob why mr seinfeld i'd love having you Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.